Welcome to Free and Figuring It Out, a weekly podcast hosted by two Brits, Sherelle Griffith and Verity Brown, on a mission to support, empower and reassure fellow independent millennial women that they can be self-sufficient, successful and seen. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope wherever you are listening to this, you are having a wonderful day. I am going to kick off with what I'm figuring it out right now. And this is a little bit of a shocker. It's not that much of a shocker. <laughs> it is for me though. But I am trying to embrace some self-care, which Verity will tell you is a big deal for me because I'm literally like the most un... Even saying those words makes me feel a bit sick. I'm like, oh, self-care. I'm going to be like one of these people at Instagram is like, oh, self-care. I hate it. Like I just hate the term in general. <laughs> However, I um, I have decided that I need to just, you know, take a little bit more time out for me and so trying to get some self-care rituals are going to be a good thing so one of the things I have started to do like on Sundays I'm now I'm going to have a bubble bath <laughs> not the cheesiest person in the oh, world lovely. because so my, I live with my mum at the moment and she only has a bath so I was like well Sherelle if you're having a bath every day then you might as well have one that's actually like a nice one not just like get, mm. in, get out do you know what I mean so I was like okay fine on a Sunday I'm going to like have a bubble bath and I like every other Sunday I do my nails. I've got a shellac machine so I can sit there and choose some new colours and try to work out what, what a festive combination to have Christmas. Um, and yeah, I think it's one of those topics that for me, the reason why I'm figuring it out, you're like, this is not something you need to figure out. But actually, naturally, I'm a hustler and I'm a worker and I will do everything else on my to-do list before looking after myself. And I know that taking time to like rest and recharge and re-energise are things I like, I'm really passionate about and I said it in my year but I'm just not very good at doing it on a more regular basis and so I'm hoping by like trying to just say to myself like on Sundays like let's get into that bit of a routine that it will help me then come back on a Monday and be like boom (laughs) boom I love it oh I love you know I love a bath we spoke about baths um a few months ago didn't we I adore a bath get some Epsom salts Mm. And yeah, and then I'm not going to make you like put rose petals and like candles and stuff. No, but I think candles. Go with that if, if yeah, okay, I think, good. I think some candles are all right. I did, so I have very occasionally, I think I owned, I owned my flat for five years and for the first year I was like, oh, because I live by myself now, I'm going to get back in the bath because before that I'd always live in shared houses <laughs> and I just didn't want to get in the bath. And I think I managed about three baths where I did like get the candles out. <laughs> put on some nice music so i'm not i'm not against it i'm not against mm. it um, i mean okay. i'm not gonna get rose petals that's my bit a little bit too far <laughs> that, <I'll> do it. <laughs> yeah and then i suppose depending on your mood like sometimes like i actually wear my airpods in the bath which i know probably is a naughty thing to do but it's just because i my bath is my sanctuary and if anyone's else is in the house like i can hear people yeah. so sometimes I just want to be in my own bubble so I either meditate in the bath I'll listen to a guided meditation if I'm in that vibe or I'll like listen to like music I can sing along to and mime to it so depending on on my vibe but yeah mm-hmm. you enjoy that that's gonna be really great I think it'll be interesting to in the new year see how that's going and yeah. uh yeah if you if Mondays are more perked up well, I suppose this is a little bit self-care, I'm not sure, but I think we spoke about it a few episodes ago where I was saying that I want to try and find a task that 
I can be really focused on that doesn't um, have a screen involved, oh, yeah. but that allows me to just like not think, you know, like mm. we know how our minds are filled with thoughts and I just needed something to like take me away from that. And so I was thinking of all the different stuff. And then what I've realized is that I have a keyboard at my mum's house yes. that I think I was bought when I was about 14. And I actually remember in my, I call it a gap year. I mean, being working class, I'm from Blackpool. My gap year was working the whole year. <laughs> I didn't go anywhere. Um, I used to work like in a pub at Marks and Spencer's and in a call centre. But my little respite during that year was I'd have a piano lesson every mm. week. And I kind of did it and then just left it. That was it. Like it was just like a year. And, but I have really big hands. Well, not really. That sounds really weird now. I have quite big hands and long fingers. So I'm like a perfect piano yeah. player. And I love music and I love the rhythm and the lyrics. And, and I also uh, used to write loads of poetry when I was younger. That was like my way of like just channeling what was inside me. And so I was like, maybe I can start like writing songs, you know, like, because I think poetry is just, um, no, songs are poetry to music sort mm -hmm. of thing. So, yeah, so that's like something that I'm going to start figuring out because, yeah, I, I mean, I'm literally a proper beginner again. Um, but I just thought it might be quite nice for me to just focus on that and like, really have some time to myself so yeah mm -hmm. that is so funny that you you won't know this but I also probably got a keyboard when I was about 13 14 <laughs> <laughs> lives this still at my mum's house that literally I I think I was like yeah I'm gonna play it all the time I promise I'm gonna play it and I'm really good and then I remember I got this like book to play Britney Spears song <laughs> literally like who gets the music to Britney Spears songs oh, sure. and I would like try to teach myself some Britney Spears songs and then the last time I used it was when I was auditioning for musical theatre or like drama schools and you had to sing a song and I remember my friend like coming to my house and he was trying to play my audition songs for me and then I've literally never played it since so can you sing no so I don't know why I was trying to go to musical theatre <laughs> this this is my delusional days this is when my self-worth was really high <laughs> <laughs> I know back in those days where no one had beaten us down yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where no, I, I, I <laughs> apparently <laughs> being able to sing wasn't a key part of um, going to musical theatre school, apparently to me. Back then I wouldn't have thought that either. I'd have just thought I just want to do this. I don't care if I can't dance, can't sing, whatever. I just want to do this. Yeah, I'm totally with you on that. Um well, I will let you know how it goes. I may I may give it one day I may bring it on the podcast and give you a little tinkle. Oh, maybe. You, him. I, I could have. You can Shall write I in the theme the tune. Yes. <laughs> write the new theme tune. Oh my gosh. Pressure. <laughs> um, so, uh, those who are regular listeners, I've subscribed to Stylus because it's changed its format. It's now like monthly and you pay for it because obviously very few people are going to underground stations and train stations to commute. So, they had to pivot. Um, good pivot on their behalf um, the lovely Clara Amfo was on the front mm. of the most recent one I got who as you will know um, hopefully it was unfortunately in Strictly Come Dancing uh, when we are recording this she has been outed um, bless her she had a really I thought she did really well 
like she you could see she wasn't a natural dancer but she tried really hard and I love Ali Ash her partner I just think he's wonderful then she had this week where she was top of the leaderboard even though I didn't click with the dance at all um and then the week after she did terrible and then the week she went out she literally forgot half the dance (laughs) and it's it's oh my god I just wanted to hold her like it was horrible watching it because she is basically like me. She's a huge Strictly fan. Mm. Um, and I can imagine how much more pressure that puts on you when it's something that you truly love, you know. And, um, oh, yeah, it was just, oh, it was horrible. It was horrible watching it. And also, there's nothing worse. As someone who, like, performed, there is nothing worse. And if you just mm. have a moment where it just disappears and then you're just like, like there's no like you just like where's it gone and it's like it was there a second ago mm. and now it's gone and you're left like oh my god what is next ah and like you said and you know yeah. that you're being recorded it must have been horrendous yeah yeah it was and and so I thought she'll definitely be in the bottom two um but then if she does the dance right she'll mm. I'm sure she'll be fine I'm sure she'll be saved um but she did again make not I mean nowhere near you know the errors she made in the first one, but she did. But anyway, going back to um, what I read, so she did an interview um, with stylists, and I think you know we talk about this a lot, but I think it's needed to to be spoken about. You know, episode ninety two, we spoke with Nicola about race and representation. You know, she talks about how it's amazing being on Strictly, but actually those messages from other black women saying. I feel seen. I feel like I can do this sort of thing now. Um, you know, she's 36 as a woman who is 34. It's really nice to have a woman similar age mm. on something like that. I know it sounds weird, but I think we all have these ways of connecting with people that we see in the public eye, don't we? Yeah. Um, and yeah, and she just she just kind of talks about um, obviously the the speech that she she gave um, live on air regarding the death of uh, George Floyd, um, which became quite a pivotal moment in the the British element of the Black Lives Matter movement um, because it was so raw. She spoke about her mental health and how she couldn't just come on the radio and be her normal Clara bubbly self. Like this went too deep for her and she had to speak out. yeah, and it was it's just a lovely article, like really kind of it just felt like I was reading like a chat with a friend mm. and it was um really nice to know a bit more about her family, how she got into radio. Um again we spoke about success in the last episode, but you know, she started small, local, worked her way up, did the night shift. You know, it's 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 so important to remember that at the minute. Um did she work and for yeah, Kiss? Just, did she work for Kiss? I think she did. Let me. Because yeah, that, that's what my memory I mean, of I think her she is. She radio one extra. Mm. Uh, where is it? Yeah, she. Yeah, from Kiss FM to one yeah. extra to Radio One. So, so you don't know, but I, because uh, I did meet her. That's why I think I'm sure she did work for Kiss <gasps> FM. But I was thinking because I. Did you win a competition? You, no, I. <laughs> audition to become a kiss fm presenter 
and she was there. Oh my God, Shirelle, I can so see this. So yeah, it's funny because I, I, have, I have another friend who's a performer that's like quite good friends of her. And that's why I was getting a little bit confused. I was like, oh, was it just through her I met her? But I was like, no, 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 it definitely wasn't that audition. So yeah, I went to be um, auditioned. But what was really funny was they said like, your voice is great until we turn the mic on. So when they were talking to me, it was great. But as soon as I had to like do the interview take, it's like I put on a different voice. And this is at the point where people listen like, but you have a podcast now. I'm like, is this even my real voice? You don't know. Um, <laughs> but I think actually now I'd be better because I think doing the podcast has helped me not have that change. But it was like, it's like I had stage mode, if that makes sense, between me just talking and then me talking on the mic. Well, it's like a telephone voice, isn't yeah, it? Like, voice. you know, my mum, Blackpool will be, you know, like, <laughs> tea's ready, get downstairs. Hello, Anita Brown speaking. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, mum. Where, 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 what's going on? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. And I'd be like, where's this from? And then you realise getting older, oh, you kind of do it more so because people sometimes don't understand me. Mm. So I feel like I have to go a bit more neutral, not mm. posh. Like my mum went proper posh, but more neutral. It's funny, isn't it? You know, probably it's different now. Probably it's more acceptable to just be who we are in our accents. But mm. um Oh, I, I think that I think you need to pursue that. I think you need to become a presenter on Kiss FM if anyone's listening. But what it is funny is job. No, it's fine, it's fine. But it just means I've always got that thing about Clara, like you said, I definitely feel like yeah, because she's similar age. And like, yeah, as a as a black woman, it's I've always just it's been nice to see her rise up because I've just remembered her. I do remember her not being at the top, if that makes sense. So um, mm. like it's really like great to have seen her in Strictly and just to see her like really like owning it and like yeah being the cover stylist come on yes girl Woo! yeah brilliant brilliant <laughs> I know well yeah I've sent her a lot of love a lot of love very proud of her mm. even though she's out now but yeah very proud and then a woman on the absolute other side of the scale probably like so mm-hmm. many ways um a book that I'm going to talk about today is called Thrive by Ariana Huffington so um, yes Ariana Huffington, a.k.a. media mogul who ran Huffington Post. And but, but and now, obviously, now she runs Thrive Global and her life has, like, actually changed quite a bit. And basically, mm. Thrive sort of explains how that change has happened. And it was basically she had a moment where she had passed out and so she woke up on the floor, like, just covered in blood. And she just got to the point of just like completely not exhaustion from when she was working at Huffington Post because she was just working so, so hard. And she was like, I knew on the outside I had all the signs of success, but actually my whole life had just become out of whack um, and mm-hmm. something had to change. And it was like a massive wake up call for her. And off the basis of that, she then now says like her life in terms of like um to in order to thrive in life there's four pillars so she's got about well-being which obviously like our health and making sure like everything's in the right place wisdom wonder and giving so they're her four pillars that now she runs her life around and when you understand that it makes so much more sense about what she's trying to do with thrive global like it really shows Mm. through the type of content they're creating on that platform and what other stuff she's trying to do but i think that it's really an interesting book for one again we talk so much about success and like the idea of what we see on the outside versus what we see on the inside like even she was like you know I was chasing it and I really was you know everything was meant to be going right but behind the scenes it was falling apart but even Mm. even her like she didn't stop until literally she woke up on the floor 
<laughs> like covered in blood that's like the wake-up call so I think it's also a reminder like listen to our bodies um so many of us are absolutely running our bodies into the ground whilst we're in a pursuit of success and you know and I put my hands up I've, I did it before you know I ended up um having to have blood transfusion and all the doctors were like I can't understand how you had no idea that your body was so run down and I was just like I was just working and I was just working mm. working and just had clearly missed all the signs that my body was slowly just like dying basically um <laughs> and we need to listen to our bodies better but also for her then there's just been this massive pivot about how do you thrive like so she's not even just wanting to survive it's like actually how do I want to thrive what does that look like for me and how do I get that balance and I know that balance is one of those words like so many people are just like oh no it's just not possible we don't want to talk about it but I think she talks about in the book this idea of like a stool and it's like you have to have all four legs for the stool to stand up like that's yeah. what you need and your pillars might not be the exact same I'm sure like there'll be some crossover but actually just you really getting clear on okay what do I need in my life to thrive and I think that's a quite a nice it's a different way of thinking rather than um I just think compared to some of the other books I've read it was it's definitely one if you like story like if you're someone who's generally interested it's a bit more story fine than you know I normally like to read a book but it's not an autobiography like she it's it's that weird in between for me like it's not a like yeah do, do, do non-fiction book but it's not like, quite an autobiography so I think if you've ever like if you read if you like read Huffington Post or you like follow Thrive Global if you want to find out anything like else about her but also if you just think you know I probably need to have a little bit of a reflection on myself about the, like how I'm building my life and what's important to me I think it's a nice it's a nice book to just help you to think about those things and yeah she's just completely like obviously a very accomplished woman Liz America very certain type of woman um there's lots of um comments around like the similarities in the way between like her and Cheryl Sandberg and Lean In and this idea of like women that like, mm. white and privileged and so you know take it with a pinch of salt when you're reading it but I definitely think it will give you some great things to think about I've actually read a half of it I've, I need to finish it but what I just quickly from my point of view what I really love about it is that she's Greek yes and she's born and bred Greek mm. and she brings in Greek philosophy a lot mm. into what she says and that's what I love about it because yeah. I think there's something really beautiful about tying up these ancient philosophies and modern day times and really finding like resonance between them. So that's an aspect that kind of really pulled me in. Mm. Um, but not enough to finish yes. the book. Mm. Well, no, but I think that's more me where I'm at the minute. I think I've got about seven half red books, but I won't okay, Verity. Like stress you out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that did massively stress me out. <laughs> seven half red books. Yeah, but it's when, like, I'm not feeling, like, at my highest vibration. I just struggle to read, so... Um, That's fine. I kind I have, of... Yeah. I have, I have no problem no, with I that. No, I know. But just don't start another one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's because I keep thinking, no, this one I'll get into, and then it doesn't happen. I promise I'll finish it. I promise. Um, but instead, sometimes it's easy for me to watch the telly. And mm. so um, that's what I've been doing. I'm um, going to bring the mood down a little bit. been watching How to Get Away with Murder. Um, so it's it came out about five years ago. I think it's not new. It's on Netflix. Um, 
and it's with Viola Davis as the lead in it, who is incredible. Um, and yeah, it's basically about how to get away with murder. So she is a uh, lawyer and also teaches in a law school in Philadelphia. And she um, has a kind of, she has two associates with her, Bonnie and Frank, who help her with all her cases. And then each year she will gather four or five students who then like work for her and help with her cases as well to like, you know, propel them in their career and stuff. Um, and obviously there's a couple of murders banging around and it's all about who did what and, but yeah, it's, it's just really gripping. I watch it with my, uh, flatmates and, um, also just again from diversity, inclusion, representative, there's gays, lesbians, black people, you know, it's just all, it feels, um, very, uh, modern in that sense in that it's not your typical law you know white privileged law student there's one of those in there which is great it's like you know the 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 one that's whose dad's a judge who comes from money who you know is a bit of a uh kind of the class clown sort of you know like you know is all about beer pong and and that kind of thing but um but yeah just just really i mean i think you know if you just need to get lost in something if if the pandemic's getting a bit much and you a bit over the christmas films you've you know you just need a break then um yeah it's definitely definitely something i recommend Mm, very nice well I you know I mean I'm not watching telly because I'm just sitting in my bath aren't I enjoying the great life so my (laughs) prompt for this week is for one for a Sunday night so when I'm in the bath and I'm relaxing and we're thinking back so this week's prompt is what I have what sorry what have I done this week that I'm proud of because I think there's something really nice just to try and take a moment to really think about what makes you proud in the last episode you know Beverly you talk a bit about like self-worth and mm-hmm. you know I think one of the things we definitely can do and I am someone who is a sucker for it is constantly looking forward always moving forward always looking what I'm achieving next what I'm doing next and I think actually just taking a moment to really be like hey what have I done this week that I'm proud of and it could be something like super small it could be like you've helped someone out it could be that you've like you know spoken to a friend that needed someone to talk to like we're not talking about saving the world um but actually forcing yourself I know a lot of people do like gratitude and I think that's really good to be like really um reflecting on what things are great in your life and what you're grateful for but I think there's also something different about you trying to work out what you're proud of for yourself and it might just be like I actually woke up on time I got up every single morning <laughs> and I, I stayed positive yeah. every single day or like you know all those little things but just to remind yourself like I think that is a really useful way just to like help get into that practice of being like there are plenty of reasons no matter where you are in your life right now that you should be proud of who you are and building that will hope is like I think part of trying to do also build that like self-worth picture definitely I know I really really like that um especially at a time that can feel quite overwhelming I think like you say it's important to ground ourselves and maybe it's something you can make into a habit and every Sunday evening you just have a think what have I done this week that that I'm proud of that makes me feel proud so yeah brilliant well we will pop that in the show notes as our life prompt so that's all for this week the next time we will be shining our light (laughs) in your 
audio capacity um it's christmas day christmas day and you can't see right now but i'm shimmying people i've got my red jumper on i'm like oh christmas is coming very excited very excited i'm excited but just inside um so (laughs) we're gonna do something a little bit different for christmas day um just so you can have a little bit of a respite from any christmas excess that you may be experiencing or if you're on your own or if you're in a situation that probably looks different to what you you wanted it to be because of travel or bubbles or social distancing whatever it would be we will be there for you on christmas day don't you worry we are not taking a break on christmas day no, we're not we're definitely gonna be um, i mean i'd probably turn up live seriously people because i'm like <laughs> god knows what's gonna happen this christmas day so we'll definitely have an episode for you <laughs> Yes, so that's the next time you will hear from us. So until then, enjoy the suite leading up to the festive activities. Take care of yourselves. If you do want to reach out and let us know what you're up to, um, then you can do that at freeandfiguringitout.gmail.com or via Instagram and Facebook, free and figuring it out. And we will speak to you on Christmas Day. See you on Christmas Day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Free and Figuring It Out. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next installment. And if you want to be a superstar, please leave us a review. Or you can get in touch with us. Drop us an email at freeandfiguringitout at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time.